Hi, it's Laura Carlson, host of The Feast. And no, we're not back from season break just yet. But we wanted to release this short episode, letting you know exactly what we've been up to since you last heard from us in season three, where we dug into the final feast of the Waldorf Astoria Hotel. Over the summer, we have been out researching up a storm for a whole season of delicious episodes. We checked out one of the oldest restaurants in New York, run by the same family for over 150 years. We went to the home of the world's most popular cheese, cheddar, that is, and we've investigated the history of salt on the Erie Canal. And while I was up in Toronto, I even gave a few food history tours about the city's great restaurants, breweries, and bakeries. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. We've also been connecting with other great historians and podcasters. So if you'll be at the Sound Education Conference outside Boston in October of 2019, look us up. We'll be there. We'll also be at the Hot Docs Podcast Festival in Toronto in November. And in the meantime, keep up with us by signing up for our newsletter at thefeastpodcast.org, where we have all the information about our upcoming season and some of the podcast conferences and shows we'll be at for fall 2019. But before we launch season four, we wanted to give you a snippet of another great food podcast to wet your whistle while you wait. Now, as Loyal Feast listeners, you'll know that our food stories have taken us all over the world, and as far back in time as King Midas. Why? Well, because food is universal. It's eternal. It's something that every culture and community in the world partakes in. What people eat and how they choose to eat says so much about what they value, how they choose to spend their money, how they treat themselves. Think about it. What do you have in your pantry right now? In your cupboard? Or, let's say, even your fridge? Maybe some milk? Maybe some eggs? Ketchup? Mustard? Maybe some pumpkin spice beer you bought at a harvest festival and just haven't worked up the interest in drinking yet? Maybe there's that half-open tin of anchovies you bought to make that really great Italian pasta dish. And yeah, the dish was delicious. But now you have that half-open tin of anchovies you're not really sure what to do with. If you think about it, the humble fridge is like a running food diary of our lives. It reveals our ambitions. Think of those anchovies, representing your dreams of Italian culinary greatness. It also remembers our travels, that pumpkin-spiced beer that looks so great amidst the fall foliage at the harvest festival. Our fridges say a lot about us. Which is why, of course, someone has made a podcast about them. I'm talking about the show Green Eggs and Dan, a new show from the Podglomerate Network. Now, you might know its host, comedian Dan Adud from Bajillion Dollar Properties, Shameless, or Last Comic Standing. But in this podcast, he's interviewing your favorite comedians, actors, and chefs about the food in their fridge. The first season includes guests Hassan Minaj, Michelle Buteau, Paul F. Tompkins, Scott Ackerman, Paul Rust, the Sklar Brothers, Annie Lederman, and more. You can listen today by subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts, 
Spotify, Stitcher, or really wherever you listen. But I wanted to give you a brief taste of the show right here. In this clip, Dan talks to Hassan Minaj, the stand-up comic behind Netflix Homecoming King, the Daily Show correspondent, he's also the host of Netflix Patriot Act, and apparently he was one of Time Magazine's 100 most influential people. Now there's a fridge I want to look at. By the way, you sent me a picture of your fridge. We're going to start with that, as we always oh, do. Oh, is that how the podcast That's how the start? podcast starts. Okay. You can check out the fridge uh, on my Instagram, at standupdan. Um, you going to post this on your Instagram? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yes, the people will see oh, it. Oh, dude, I thought you were just using this as just like <laughs> no premise fodder. No. Oh, okay, no. great. Now we know. This has not been doctored in any way no, for man. us. Okay. It's, it's I did, I looked at my phone and I was like, dude, I'm not I'm not getting back to text. Like, let me just do this right now. There's no time like that. Listen, there's a lot that I like about this. There's a lot that I like about this all fridge. Right, all right, just explain. Okay, I'll, let's start with the positives, and then I got a huge negative. I mean, there's a lot of negatives. But the positive is you have a lot of prepared food, like food that you guys make. Yes, but that's you know my Are wife. Are you the Bina. cooker? Is Bina no, like you know Bina. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She prepares delightful. it. Yeah. She's amazing. She's a big foodie. You She's not a so huge much. Huge foodie. Yes. Huge foodie. Okay, so there's and this a lot. This has been a big, a huge philosophical debate that I've had with foodies. I know. We got into it in Japan. Yeah. We will get to that so, in a second. So, so what you're looking at right now is is like Tupperware life. Like, yes. Of of preparing a bunch of stuff like you know sometimes top of the week, midweek, and just because I'm. Because our schedules are all over the place, especially with the baby, yes. she's with her job, she's running, I'm running. Um, you're able to pop in, make stuff for the baby, make stuff for the adults, boom, and keep it moving. What's in the jar here? That's What's a huge thing of jerk sauce. I love jerk chicken. Uh, one of our very awesome. very close friends. Uh, no, one of our first, one of our first uh, babysitters who took care of our baby daughter. Okay, she's from Jamaica, uh-huh. and she made us just this jerk chicken, and it was so good. And Bina was like. It's, I was like, oh, this is good. And Bina's like, how do you do this? That's the right, difference. Right. Like, that's the main difference between us. <laughs> right. Where I'm just a consumer and she's yeah. like a artist. And yes. She's like, yeah, I want to I want to make this. And so she taught uh Bina how to make jerk chicken. And yeah. Oh, so she makes it now. Yeah. Oh, so fantastic. now so now that's like a, a bottle of jerk sauce that's like homemade. And Very it's really cool. good. Um and so the other thing is on the top row. Yeah. I'm not so thrilled about this. What, just the yogurt and stuff just being no, stacked on top of each other? I love the yogurt and I love all that. No, I'm not judging the... Uh, aesthetics? The aesthetics, the aesthetics are the awful. Yeah. I know. Are, are you kidding me? Dude. The aesthetics are an indication of where I am in life. Top row, you've got this... Uh, you've got the Belgioso Parmesan cheese. Okay. I'm... You should like... Get like... What's, what is you that? You should get like... Is that bad? Yeah, it's got like preservatives to keep it good for a long time. Everything else here is like organic from organic. And then you've got that stuff. You could do better. You, okay. Do you guys go to... Are you Whole Foods people? Yeah, we go to Whole Foods. Yeah. Yeah, I get there. They, they, they have we go to We go to Italy. Should we just get the Parmesan? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can get it already graded, but this stuff is like... This is like uh, Wahlbaum's. <laughs> uh, so is this, this is like the, the ragu of like... Yes. Parmesan cheese. Got it. Absolutely. You can do better than that. But here's the big bone, bro. What? You have like seven jars of Guy Fieri salsa. Yeah. Yeah. We do. <laughs> I'm just going to let it <laughs> we hang. Do, we do. We I'm going to let it hang. Dude, I, I you've got, there's two Guy Fieri salsas on yeah, the second row. And then yeah. there's there's one on the top row. Yeah, there is. There's one on every row. Yeah, there is. What? <laughs> yeah, my uncle's Guy Fieri. I don't care. No. 
don't know. Dude. Vita likes the, his salsa. Wait, did she, are you guys, did, did they send it to you? No. I like being, first of all, like. You guys go to I'm, the, you guys go to the Whole Foods and you're like, hey, do you guys have Guy Fieri salsa? And they're like, absolutely not. And then you go to the bodega next door and, and, they go, yeah, and they're yeah, like, Guy yeah, Fieri we have. And they're like, yeah, it's $17. <laughs> and I go, that's worth it. We got the donkey sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go cash only. And I'm like, all right. I mean, I've never had Guy Fieri Hot sauce. I'll, uh, so I'll tell you quite salsa. honestly, I'm not. I, I don't like sort of liquid hot sauces. I like more of like a pico de gallo. So that's that's all being it. But yeah, I'm not going to stop her. Wow. Oh my god. We need to like get I have, her, get I her have on the seven phone. Pairs of Air Jordan ones. It's meaningless and stupid. I'm yes. gonna Let her get as much Guy Fieri salsa as she wants. You can subscribe today to Green Eggs and Dan to hear the end of that interview. And of course, there's a dozen more with new episodes debuting every Wednesday this fall. Thanks, everyone. And don't worry, The Feast will be back soon with Season 4 with more meals that made history.